And finally, we have reached the last segment for Season 5, Episode 12, Deneh Utopia. This one is number 5, with Digital Ceremonies. And this segment uh, looks at how drastic traditional ceremonies may become in the future as phone apps are constantly evolving um, as only a handful of traditional healers are still are still young and learning while other young traditional healers that are already gifted might not be able to handle the responsibilities and then quit. So just digital ceremonies and just pretty much what I said right there is just how ceremonies might be done over television monitors, you know, in, like in 102 years from now, in that digital ut- digital utopia, in that Deneh utopia, there could be this um, uh, Hogan that's got like a lot of electricity going through. So right there, it kind of defeats the purpose of having ceremonies in there because the lightning way is always present. There's too much electricity. So that's why, you know, they did things back in the old school ways of uh, lamp lamps, uh Lamps, yeah, lamps and fireplaces. I was going to say lamp oil, but it doesn't make sense. So anyways, so let's say there's electricity running through the the Hogan and then the medicine man, he doesn't want to go to the Hogan. Let's say there's some new virus that's actually killing people that the government created to try to get rid of, you know, just, they just want to depopulate everything again. So then what I would think would happen is that, um, the medicine man be like, well, I can't go to your Hogan, but I need, I know you need help. So he might have the family, you know, he might do like a little, uh, faxing of rules and regulations. And so they would be there. There's a sick person right there. And the medicine man would be like on his television monitor. He's got a camera facing him. And he goes, okay, look, this is how we're going to do this. Uh, I'm going to pray and I'm going to sing the songs from here. Um, when you see this light goes off or this thing flashes, then you do this to the patient. And then when this, uh, this light goes off, you do that to the patient and you do this until I'm finished singing the song. And then, um, after that, you know, you make sure the patient drinks the medication so it, it would just really be really interesting, you know, if that did happen. And I don't know. See, the thing is, I don't think that would really be effective. That's just my thought, because you got so much electricity roaming around that it really wouldn't make a difference, I don't think, um, on how this person feels. And so it's probably nothing like how if you've been ever to any old school traditional ceremonies, it's kind of like best to be there in person. You sit there and listen and, you know, hear the songs and see how they're helping each other. And, you know, maybe if the patient can't stand up, can't walk on their own, you know, maybe you can get up from where you're sitting and go over there and help pick them up. But if all that is done over, um, a television screen, then I don't know. I just don't think it would be effective, but However, there is, you know, there, or there are ways and there are medicine men that can remove objects and stuff like that at, you know, certain distances. And, but then again, everybody's like, oh, well, that's just hocus pocus. And it's like, 
well, whatever it works, you know, and if you really see what the, uh, shaman, the, the spiritual healer, the practitioner is doing, and it looks off to you and you could kind of see where they're, they're cheating or they're, you know, they're not, they're not doing it right. Legitimate. Then you already know, you know, you're like, oh, well shit, this guy's full of crap or this lady is full of crap. Now imagine speeding it that up into 102 years from now, and then looking at how the ceremonies are run at that point. And, you know, if anything, let's say it's, let's say for some crazy, because let's say for some crazy reason, it's like star, star Trek, where you can, um, you can put an object in a certain area, you can beam it to another location and at that location, they get it, you know, then they drink it or eat it or whatever. So that definitely could be something that could happen. But in 102 years, I don't really see that type of technology happening. But but then again, you know, somebody made an actual working lightsaber for, you know, Disney. So, you know, you can't really n- never say never, you know. And that's how I was looking at all this. And I'm just like, damn, man, it's so, it's so fascinating to me what a digital ceremony could consist of. It it could consist of anything, man. You could stretch your mind, your imagination, but excuse me, the one thing, the one constant that keeps coming back up into my head is, will this be effective enough to heal the patient? Will it actually work? You know? And right there, all I can say is that with a big fat question mark, probably, you know, uh, and it's kind of like when you're a little kid and you're running, you trip and fall, you scrape your knee. And that's a, you know, basic example. And you go up to your mom, you know, let's, let's say your mom's a very caring individual and you show her that you hit your knee, you scraped it and what does, what a mother usually would do is kiss your wound, kiss your boo-boo for some reason that really helps out. Now it's probably psychological to where, you know, you, you have your mother's attention and the fact that she would kiss your wound shows that she's not afraid. So that might be the, um, that might be the trait that we pick up off of that. And then we also start to look at it as little kids saying, well, if mommy's not afraid, then why should I be afraid? You know, and, and it, and it's crazy how it actually works. It actually makes you feel better, you know, unless you're a little bitch and keep crying, you know, then you're just being stupid at that point. But if it makes you stop crying and you feel that your wound is healing right after your mother kisses it, then whatever psychologically it does to the brain releases endorphins or whatever it works, you know? So that's why, you know, I'm not saying the medicine man is going to kiss the monitor or the TV screen and make the person feel better, but it would just be kind of that type of a concept where as long as you know, you're being cared for and there's no fear involved with it, you know, you could be really relaxed and accept it as it is. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm actually getting help when you're probably not, but in your head you are. 
So why mess with that? Just let it be and just say, yeah, you, you got help. As long as you felt it, as long as you're feeling better, that's all that matters. You know, you, you know, loved ones usually want their, their one that's suffering to feel better and, and recover. So that would be something else that would kind of be like, um, very interesting. And then like, um, doing these, uh, squad dances or da, you know, trying to have that as a digital thing, uh, a digital event, man, that's gotta be like a real, it, it gotta be, it's gotta be a real upsetting time for those that really practice traditionalism. There would be like, Oh, well, when I was a kid, you know, uh, back in 2030, 2040, you know, that's not how they did it. You know, they did it a little bit differently. They did it more traditional. And, um, I don't, I don't approve of this way because it's not working. The medicine man's not even here. He's, he's being all digital, you know, or maybe if it, if it's possible to teleport actual humans, you know, he could actually be there, you know, but thinking about what teleportation could do on the res, you know, that's like another subject, but I'll just go ahead and cover this, you know, um, just how we are on the res, it's like advanced skinwalker technology. You know, we're going from one spot to another in, you know, faster than the speed of light pretty much. But, you know, you got to wonder if all these particles are floating around back and forth on the res, will they collide? Will they, you know, what happens if they invade each other's space? Do they, would they repel each other like magnets or would they smash and combine, you know, atoms and protons and all that together? And so, you know, half like two different people end up at two different, uh, spots where they're half and half of, you know, certain body parts because they, you know, they smashed basically, they smashed into each other, you know, as particles going through the air, you know, that would definitely be something worth, you know, thinking about considering. And then also, you know, you got to think about if that's happening, like in 102 years from now, everybody's uh, teleporting all across the res and then, um, witchcraft is still prevalent, you know, and then, so these, uh, skinwalkers, they do their little hocus pocus magic, throw whatever up in the air and it might stay in the air until someone goes through it. Or, you know, it could be perfect timing for the skinwalkers enemy to throw it up in the air. And that person goes through and they're teleporter, <laughs> teleportal, their, um, their teleportation is disrupted and, you know, they, they die on sudden impact or something, you know, however, the manipulation of the energies works, you know, that's how that person would, you know, either get injured or get hurt or die from, you know, so that is really like, uh, concepts and ideas that I think that are worth, you know, probably worth its own, its own episode. But for the most part, that's where it, it's, really interesting for me to kind of like sit here and think about it because, um, I can only imagine what a fellow horn toad listener is thinking about, you know, you could take it even farther than the way I, as far as I took it, you know, and even then, you know, there's still so much to discover about what we think we know. And, 
that type of thinking compared to what's going on in today's American society climate. You know, these guys are arguing over Donald Trump. You know, it's like, come on, you guys, there's more we can do with, you know, technology and, you know, and just kind of looking at what, what else we can do other than just, you know, complaining about like transgender people that are shooting up schools or not getting, you know, that are being discriminated against because they're dead and they're shot by cops. You know, it's like, there's more to life than just that, you know? So you want to make the world a better place? Well then start by, you know, something small, something, you know, you can change without having to really jump on social media and do a TikTok over, you know, all that's going to do is enrage people. And then, um, you know, you're, just going to be proven wrong pretty much at some point, you know, and that's where a lot of this depression comes in. That's where a lot of people want to just commit suicide because they can't handle it because all they know is, you know, believe my way. So that way, you know, I'm more validated, but if you don't believe their way they're they kind of lose their credibility. Then they're like, Oh, I don't like this now. I don't think anybody's ever going to like me. And then they start filling their head in like that with all that type of thoughts. Then next thing you know, they, you know, possibly could end up kill themselves or go into a school and kill other people, you know? So that's why, you know, looking at the way, the way the world is, you know? Oh, and then the other thing I wanted to talk about was, um, the, the apps, So these apps are always like updating constantly. There's like new ones. There's all kinds of different apps you can use to help you out. And, um, pretty much most of them are just positive things. But, um, if there is a Navajo who has not yet been born from now until 102 years from now, uh, 2125, that. Navajo, let's say he's born, I don't know, like 2090. (laughs) Um, In 2090, that this person is born, this Navajo is born where they're gifted, you know, through extraterrestrials or whatever, but their, their goal in life is to create um, an app where they could they could have ceremonies done through an app, you know, um, a lot of it would just pretty much like history repeating itself. It would just pretty much go back to those, um, those ads from the nineties where there's that, uh, Jamaican lady, Miss Cleo, where people would call in, she's a psychic and, this lady is asking her about this relationship thing. And she's like, Oh yeah, I see your man as, you know, he's, he's about to propose to you. And that lady gets all happy and she's all like, you know, she's like, yeah, I knew it or something like that. And so it would just kind of be a, a recycled version of that. I would think, you know, with history repeating itself and that kind of, you know, that kind of thinking might be the reason why, people can't really predict the future as good as they want to is because they forget history does repeat itself. So there are some things that are original like, um, movies and fashion and music, but for the most part, it's already been done at some point. And, you know, like 
Lady Gaga was like this figure that everybody was like in awe of. And they were also like, you know, inspired by her and they were just like either in love with her or they hated her for her new style, what she uh, approached or what she gave out. Then before then, you know, Britney Spears was another one, you know, everybody knew her and, you know, she was so innovative and nasty and naughty with her, uh, oops, I did it again and hit me baby one more time songs. And then, you know, then you kind of jump back further again, there's Madonna and, you know, I'm just highlighting the women right now, but even then, you know, I'm just saying that every now and then, you know, history repeats itself. And then Miley Cyrus tries to take over and tries to be the new queen of shock and awe. And everybody's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. You got no ass lady. So anyways, all that being put together is where I think, um, this person who hasn't been born yet or has probably been born right now, um, is going to probably work, could work on an app. I should say could work on an app to where, Navajo traditional ceremonies, as much research as this young person's going to do, is going to look at it and say, oh, well, they could have just done it this way. It's faster. So I'm going to, uh, uh, since I know what I'm talking about, I'm going to go ahead and create an app for it and, you know, put it on the phone. So that way you can get diagnosed by a medicine man uh, or digital medicine man, you know, and then at that point, there goes, you know, the money system. So then this person is now invested in money and they're making a pretty good living off of it because, you know, they've created a faster, cheaper, effective way to get things done. And, you know, at that point, could you really be mad at this guy? You know, you could say, yeah, you know, that was pretty bad. He was terrible. He shouldn't have done that. It's going against the culture. It's taboo. It's not going to work. But then on the other hand, you could look at him and say, well, you know, Maybe this person was gifted by the Holy Ones in order to help us advance further for, for whatever field this person is working on, you know, because we can't cover everything, you know, we can't work all these jobs and we can't fight every cause. We can't be there for everybody. You know, some people pass on and, you know, it sucked. We couldn't be there for them, but other times, you know, he's just like, damn, well, at least they're no longer suffering, you know, that, you know, stuff like that would definitely come in. And then, um, so then the other thing I was thinking of was teleconference ceremonies would tell teleconference ceremonies be the next thing, you know, the next, uh, idea that could take over, um, or teleconference prayer service. And then, and then just like I had covered, you know, just how effective would they actually be, you know? And then plus, um, doing these teleconference prayers, I would, I would take it as like, you know, prayers out loud, like the peyote, like, uh, like I said in uh, episode 11, uh, how I didn't like praying out loud and, you know, my prayers would be turned, you know, into negative, uh, negative prayers for somebody who just messes around and just knows how to do stuff like that. Or, and then, you know, so loud prayers and then verses, uh, like no privacy, you know, that's the other thing. If we're all online, well, uh, like I said, you know, most of us are probably dead by then, but for those generations, if they're able to have, um, teleconference prayer service, 
with the um how effective you know would those prayers be you know that that's another thing and someone might say well you know as long as they're praying you know all that matters is the creator the holy people whoever hears it and they acknowledge and you know and make things less easier i mean makes things less harder for the person that's praying you know so they can get things done and um uh, so that would be like no privacy, I think would kind of be something that would be out of there. Then you'd get hackers that know how to hack the systems and all that, the software, and they take all your prayers. And then it's like some digital skinwalker that's out there trying to do all kinds of crazy shit. So, um, and then, um, there, would, I think there would be technologies out there to make, uh, ceremonies faster and, and effective, and what I mean by that is like, you know, how you have to haul water. Well, maybe there would be like a, a system there that would collect moisture from the air, make water. And then, you know, then it would recycle itself in, in a way to where, you know, you could have all these ceremonies going and, you know, that is something that you don't have to worry about. It's kind of like a toilets that, um, bidet, you know, the ones that can clean your butthole with water. Well, some people are like, well, you know, the world would be less, would have less trash if everybody would stop using toilet paper and invest in a bidet, you know, or a toilet bowl that cleans your butthole. And let's say Navajos by that point, they're like, okay, you know, they're all well off They're The things, a lot of things happen. A lot of things worked out for them. Uh, nonprofits and 630, uh, <laughs> 638s are, are booming on the res and everybody's prosperous and making things happen. But then, you know, you also got to take into account that, um, you know, these ceremonies, you know, once they are going, um, they would pretty much be like, um, uh, how, how was I thinking about it earlier? They would pretty much be, um, I don't know. I think I was going to say they were going to be effective, but. You know, it just uh, it just all depends on what technology exists at that point. You know, it definitely make everything faster. You know, but would it be worth it to have? You know, maybe there might be some certain sticks that you rub together, and you can build a fire, or maybe um, the stoves in like a hundred two years from now, you just you you know, it could be like an audible voice command start fire, you know, and then just start fighting, fighting, <laughs> start a fire in there. And, you know, somebody might say, well, that's not effective for the ceremonies. And somebody might say, well, that is because it's faster, you know, that this way we don't have to go out and cut down trees and, you know, make a bunch of uh, ashes and stinky smoke and all this stuff. And, you know, you never know by then, uh, tree cutting could be outlawed, you know, just like what they're doing with, um, a lot of laws nowadays, you know, anything could be a factor to where you won't really see the Dene utopia, but if it's able to be sustained and let's say somebody thinks out further than what I'm thinking now, and they make it something a lot more magical, a lot more, um, better and effective. Well, then I guess that that's definitely the way to go. So I, I wouldn't be discriminating. 
But anyways, that's going to do it for this um, episode. Uh, I went past my 20-minute uh, mark. I'm at 23, 24 now, 24 minutes. So um, I just want to just say, you know, thanks for listening. Uh, once again, I appreciate it because um, the more you listen, the more, I mean, the less I have to say to somebody, you know. If you want to use these as talking points, by all means, go on right ahead. You want to take credit for it yourself? Go ahead. Say you came up with it. But I just want to say thanks for listening, man. I really appreciate it. And um, I got to really shut the hell up, man. I, that's really been pushing my luck on the time here. So other than that, you know, I've been um, your host, Mateo Native Ravager, bringing you another episode of the Clagato Veteran Podcast, which I hope you found enjoyable. And I don't know what I'm going to be talking about next. I'm, I still got to go over my list. But other than that... Um, Thanks for listening and uh, thanks for supporting the uh, podcast. And um, other than that, we'll see you in episode 13. Yeah, see ya.